Kales. And I'm Allison. And this is YWYA. Hi guys! So we're so excited to be back. Um, I am sorry for the hiatus. Lots of things have happened, um, especially in my life. And Allison is finishing up school uh, to become a librarian, which is super cool. Um, But yeah, if you need an update on what's been going on in my life, you can check out the video on my channel of why I haven't been making videos lately. And that's pretty much just sums everything up. Um, but yeah, we're here and we are really excited to be back making podcasts again. And we're going to really start evaluating what we want this podcast to look like in 2018. You know, new year, new goals, new stuff. We're going to for sure put more effort into this. Oh yeah. (laughs) Um, and try to revamp it, make it like actually a thing that we do with consistency and promote it and do all the stuff. Yeah. We want to interact with you guys more too. So that's, you know, everything improves with time. Yeah. This has been a, just one big experiment. Right. I think 11 episodes in, it's a pretty good experiment and yeah, I like it. I want to keep doing it. Yeah. It's awesome. Yes. So that being said though, it is December 1st. (laughs) Of 2017, which is crazy ridiculous to think about that this year has, is gone almost. Yeah. And we are going to go over our most anticipated releases for 2018. Yay. Yay. But first and foremost, Allison, what are you reading? I just finished a book last night, so I'm not reading anything this second, but I just finished. Oh, wait, let me guess. Isn't an adult. (laughs) (laughs) If you haven't been with us, um, Allison has not been reading YA, even though this podcast is called Why We YA, and we make, it makes me question whether or not she is a fan, but because I interact with her on a pretty much daily basis. You know that I am. Yes, I know. So I'm just teasing her. The end of grad school is and therefore I've been reading trashy YA, or not YA, but adult books. Yeah. Because apparently YA has too much substance for me. Um, <laughs> everybody, everybody just, <laughs> it's like the opposite of what anyone thinks, but apparently for me it's true. Yeah, it's okay. Um, but the book that I read, I think could be cross-listed. So, so it's YA cross, it's like an adult book that YA could read. Yeah. Because um, really the only definition about YA is really the, the age of the protagonist. And the main character is 20. That's new adult. Yeah. Um, so it's a fantasy book. It was called The Bird and the Sword by Amy Hoffman, I want to say. But now I th- say that, I think that's super wrong. Um, but it's basically a fantasy uh, where this there's all these different magic systems. And the one that the main character has is sh- she, like, can create things that happen with words. Kind of like she, like, creates spells. It's, like, the only magic that... She could just say something and it would happen. Oh, I was thinking like Inkheart. Very like like Fantasia. Oh, Fantasia. Um, Okay. But she is kind of cursed by her mother to not have a voice. So she's like mute and she's never learned to read or write. And so she can't control her magic and... Which is good because in this world, you dead if you have magic. So, So that happens. And then, of course, you know... There's a prince, and I guess he's the king. And it's like, it's a it's a fantasy. It's good. <laughs> I really liked it. The new, there's a second one that's coming out really soon. Um, I have no idea what that's going to be about. It seems like the story wrapped up pretty well, but... I just have this vision of Inkheart and Little Mermaid had a baby and threw in some sex, and it's this novel. There's, like, one sex scene in the whole novel. Okay, you just said <laughs> trashy. Yeah, so. this one is actually, like, a, a higher caliber than most books I've been Got reading. Got it. That's time. fine. And, yay, no judgment on this podcast, ever. Yeah. You know that. Yeah. Um, I just finished, allegedly, by Tiffany D. Jackson, and holy crap, that book was a mind Like, I have no other words to describe that book other than mind 
because it was one, the voice was amazing. Like I loved how I just became absorbed in Mary Beth's world. And so is it from the perspective of the little girl? It's from the perspective of the girl who killed the baby. So uh, I, I allegedly, and the idea behind it is that Mary, um, Mary Beth killed a baby when she was nine years old, Mm -hmm. that her mother was babysitting and then got put in juvie and, is now in a group home when she's turned 16 and gets a little bit more, um, uh, less restrictions, so to speak. She has to wear a tracking anklet and stuff like that. And she gets pregnant and it turns into this big controversy and there's oh, a wow. race thing and like her mother is nuts and the, the whole, uh, but it's the, like, what I loved is that like the twist at the end was not a twist for the sake of a twist. It like actually worked in the story and you just think, you know, what's going to happen, but you don't. And it's so good. The whole allegedly idea of behind it is fantastic. Um, so I, I really enjoyed that. So I read it like in a, like a day, a day, a thriller mystery. Oh yeah. It sounds super long, right? No, it's like 400 pages. Okay. Yeah, no, it was really quick. I listened to it on audiobook. The audiobook was fantastic, and the girl does a great, the narrator does a great job with all of the accents as well, you know, because she tries to get her life back on the ground, and, you know, she, spoiler, in the sense of, you know, you can presume she keeps the baby. Like, it's not a... Oh, her baby. Her baby. Um, but it was a high-profile case, and it inserts all these little, like, bits from the case file and books people have written about her, and the, it, oh my gosh. That sounds insane. really cool. It's really good. It's... Uh, my... That's it's a huge my, um, and then now I'm currently reading Artemis by Andy Weir, who wrote The Martian. Oh right, mm-hmm. and I really like that one because that's an adult book. It is. She the main character is twenty. <laughs> main so character is twenty six, um, mm. and she's Saudi, and they live on the moon, and it's like. Now it's turned into a murder mystery, which I didn't see that coming. But originally it was like Ocean's Eleven on the moon, which was cool. It's very interesting, and I, I was reading an interview about that book mm-hmm. with Andy Weir, and he was talking about how it's Who's not... a Colorado author, might I add? I didn't know that. Yeah, he's That's from here. That's really cool. Um, he was talking about how it's, like, very different than yes. The Martian, and it's not so laser-focused on science accuracy, but it is still just as accurate. So that's yeah. really cool. No, it is really cool. And it's no, it's very different than The Martian. I, I would say the similarities are that it's set in a weird futuristic space, and the main character is ridiculously sarcastic. Like, other than that... Which is probably just his writing. It is. It's, it has to be. I'm enjoying it. I'm listening to audiobook with Rosario Dawson as the narrator, which is really interesting. Nice. So... Anyway, we're going to now talk about some of our most anticipated releases from 2018. And here's the thing. We're also going to talk about some books that we're not excited for in 2018, but those are going to be fewer because um, we want to really talk positively about some really exciting books that are coming out that you, you also might not know that are coming out. Um, I know some of mine are a little obscure, uh, but we've got some of the big ones that are up and coming yeah. too, right? Yeah. I am most excited for is... Tempest and the Slaughter by Tamora Pierce. Oh, yes, please, all the time. It's yes, the new Tamora Pierce. There are two reasons I'm really excited about it. One, Tamora Pierce has not written an actual, like, narrative book in a very long time. Like, at least five years. Yeah. And two, it comes out on my birthday. <laughs> so that's, like, going to be my super amazing birthday present to myself. And it chronicles Numair's life before he came to Tortal. And it's the beginning of a series. I think it might be a duology. Yeah, I think so. Um, so it's Numair as a young mage at the Mage College in Karthak, and I'm really excited. 
If you don't know anything about Tamora Pierce, you literally don't know what any of the words I just said mean, but that's fine. You should probably go read Tamora Pierce. Start with Alana, the first adventure, because yes. it's incredible, and then just read the rest of it. And one of these days, if I ever become a movie person or a TV person and I actually, like, write scripts like I want to, I'm going to turn that damn thing into a miniseries like Game of Thrones, and it's going to be epic. That's oh. all I have to say. It's going to be called Tortala, and it's going to be awesome. Yeah, it's amazing. It's an amazing world, and I'm just really excited to get back into it. You can be a consultant on the show. Sounds good. Great. My incredible knowledge of the world. Will you be have helpful. a lot of knowledge. <laughs> um, one of my most exciting ones I was actually told about um, by uh, an author, Sandia Menon, who is the author of When Dimple Met Rishi Lives in Pueblo, Colorado. And I met with her. This is like my second time meeting her. And she was at Tatter Cover. And she was telling me about an arc she got called The Bells mm-hmm. by uh, Donnell Clayton. Holy crap. This is like Uglies revamped, and I'm so excited for it. Plus, the cover is beautiful. Yeah. I'm so excited for this idea of beauty as power and as this weapon to be wielded. I find it a fascinating concept ever since I read this book called Epic by Connor Caustic, and it, it, oh, the bells just look so great, and she had nothing but great things to say about it. So um, thank you to Sandhya for recommending that, because holy crap, I can't wait for it. So that one comes out in... um, I want to say February as well. Yeah, February 6th. Ah, oh, it's everything again! <laughs> so I'm feeling like there's going to be some similar dates happening. This is happening funny because on. I feel like all the books always come out on your birthday. And all I, the really good books still do come maybe out Maybe I birthday. just didn't know that all these really great books came out on my birthday. That's okay, we're learning. Another one that I have on my list is called Sea Witch by Sarah Henning. And this one comes out in July, actually, and it is like a Little Mermaid retelling. And why I'm so excited for this is because Marissa Meyer, in the worst book I read of 2017 of Because You Love to Hate Me, she had one of the short stories I actually liked, and it was a retelling of the the sea witch from The Little Mermaid and how her origin story was. And this is actually an origin story of the sea witch from The Little Mermaid. I am stoked for this because it, it, I just think... This is a villain I actually am curious to see the origin story behind because they also are not taking Ursula from the Disney version. They're taking, like, the sea witch from the actual Little Mermaid. From the old school. Yeah, from the old school story because, um, you know, they've been doing, like, Maleficent and Captain Hook and all this. I mean, they're not bad. I'm just... This one I'm so much more fascinated with. I have an arc of the bells and I haven't read it. We can't be friends anymore. (laughs) You can have it. I want it. It's not physical. It's a digital one. But That's fine. Uh, <laughs> I'm just looking at it and I'm like, oh, I have that one. So another book that I'm really excited for is the third in a series. Um, and it's currently untitled, which makes me sad. Um, but it's the third in the Lady Helen series by Alison Goodman. And the first book in that series is the Dark Days Club. Oh, I had an eyebrow raised. I was sitting there like, what? <laughs> yeah, so Dark Days Club is the first one. Dark Days Pact is the second one. And the third one comes out. In 2018, and I'm freaking stoked because it's basically Victorian demon hunters, but also, like, not... Like, they. she has this weird power where she can... Um, I'm trying to remember. It's been a while since I read it. Where she can, like, save a possessed person from this, like, demon spirit that co- is in them, but also there's, like... There are demons in society that they we have to coincide with because they are, like, powerful people. And it's this really interesting um, magic concept, but also I love that era, that Victorian era, and the, like, really super slow burn love interest makes me so happy. 
so I'm really excited for the third book. I don't know if it's the last one. Um, it might be the final one, which is also really exciting. I love when things end before they're tired. Um, right. But it doesn't have an exact date, but it's just 2018, and I'm hoping that's not pushed back. That sounds exciting. I need to read those. I haven't read those. I love them. Um, I have a contemporary that I'm excited for uh, called Will Fly Away by Brian Bliss, and that one comes out in May of 2018. And this one is really interesting because it's told through letters from death row mm. and third-person narratives because um, it's about this these two boys who are friends, Luke and Toby, and Luke saves Toby from and, like, patches him up after a really huge beating from his father, and it's about them promising to, like, leave their small town, but they get wrapped up in really awful things, and, you know, obviously arrest happens for somebody in death row letters, and it's just a really unique perspective, and I'm really excited. I've never read any of Brian Bliss, and this is his third novel. Yeah. And so I just... I don't know. I want to try it. Plus, I really like the idea of the cover, too. It's got all these cute little yellow paper airplanes on it. Oh, yeah. You show me that one. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I just think it has a different perspective. You know, I haven't... Right. An alternative right. kind of viewpoint. My next one is another big author. Uh, Holly Black's new book. I have that on my list, too. <laughs> the Cruel Prince. And Holly Black is obviously the queen of everything, but... She usually just writes standalones, or at least for the past few years she has been. And this is a series! It's a series! I'm so excited. And the series title is The Folk of the Air. So it's about June, Jude, who um, her parents were murdered, and she has two sisters who were stolen by the fairies. That's some Holly Black right there. Yeah, and throwing I'm, fairies, I'm super some kidnapped children, <laughs> murdered parents. You got a Holly Black book. Yeah, and so um, basically... The Fae despise humans, but June wants to be with her sister, so she wants to, like, go to the fairy realms, and it sounds like some, maybe cookie cutter Holly Black stuff, but everything Holly Black's writes is gold, so I don't care. And neither do I. <laughs> Especially when she goes fairies. Like, you didn't like the coldest girl in Cold Town because it was vampires. But fairies, I'm okay with. But fairies, she's just, it's her jam. It is. I am excited for My Plain Jane. Which is the sequel in the, like, Lady Jane's series by Cynthia Hand, Jody Meadows, and Brody Ashton. Um, I haven't read My Lady Jane, but I have it on checkout from the library, and I'm super stoked. But I still want to read My Plain Jane, even though it's also Jane Eyre, which I hate Jane Eyre. So I don't understand really why this one's on my list, but I'm just excited to try it but all the same. But I think it's, same. like, a big departure from the original Jane Eyre story. It is. Yeah. That's what I've heard, There's anyway. Like, is like, a werewolf? something. There's like some kind of shiftery something going on in the first yeah. book. I haven't read it either, but it intrigues me because that sounds Well, awesome. that makes sense for the Lady Janes because there's that like whole funny theory that that family is descended as like werewolves. Like yeah. that's a thing. That's a thing from Doctor Who too. Yeah. But this one, I don't know. Yeah. I really like the idea of like taking older stories and revamping them without copying them. And so that's exciting. Another one that I have is by Miss Mackenzie Lee, who wrote The Gentleman's Guide to Bites and Virtue this year, which is probably one of my favorite books of the year, honestly. Like, it is one of my favorites, too. I'm not going to lie. It was so good. I think that's going to be our next podcast, is talk about our, uh, our uh, the best and worst of 2017 that's for it. us. Um, so the, her next book is kind of a companion novel to Gentleman's Guide. It's called... It's also like a sequel, though. Be- it just follows... It does ad- follow chronically. Chronologically. Chronically of what happened. Chronically? Chronologically. Really? Yeah, you were right. <laughs> it follows the first book chronologically, but it's not about 
Um, it's about Felicity. Monty and Percy. It's about Felicity, the sister, and her piratical adventures. I'm so excited! And she's ace. So I'm it. really excited for that book. I love Mackenzie Lee's writing style. I want to read her older stuff, too. Um, she has some Frankenstein... Yeah. Like, it's just reimaginings. One, yeah, it's a standalone. Yeah. Um, but in, Mackenzie Lee, in general, is really cool. She she's, just seems like an awesome human individual and person. And she just knows a lot about like history and like females in history and i just love reading what she knows me too so i'm excited for that one um my next one that i'm excited for is called heretics anonymous okay by katie henry it comes out in august and it is a book about this it's a debut and it's about this hen uh katie henry is the name of the author excuse me um michael goes to catholic school and he's an atheist. Mm. And then he thinks he's going to have no friends and all this shit. And this high-strung feminist girl starts questioning the nuns in class. And she takes him to uh, the Heretics Club. Oh, my gosh. Where amazing. it is uh, Lucy. She's not just Catholic. She wants to be a priest, though. This girl who keeps challenging them, right? Interesting. But she introduces him to the... Um, so it's... It's, um, he officially joins Heretics Anonymous, where he can be an atheist, Lucy can be an outspoken feminist, Avi can be Jewish and gay, Max can wear whatever he wants, and Eden can practice paganism. <laughs> that sounds awesome. Right? That <laughs> sounds really awesome. So, yeah, Heretics Anonymous sounds really good, and I'm excited for it in August. I am really excited for Sarah J. Moss's new books. Okay. But. But. I am tired, I guess. I'm like, I'm, I'm excited. I wish. Are you over her? No, I'm not over her. I think that maybe I'm just tired because she keeps changing the schedule for stuff. And I get it. She's having a baby now. Yep. She was really sick. There was a lot that was going on in her life. Her dad had that heart attack. She's a real human being who's allowed to make changes. But I'm, I was like really excited for the last the culminating Throne of Glass book to come out in May, and now it's not coming out until September, and now we have, like, a novella in the court series that's coming out in May, and so I'm just, like, ugh, tired. And maybe by the time they come out, I will be excited again. And I think also this has to do with my... Tower of Dawn being such a... Well, I haven't read Tower... I haven't read it. Oh, I got a text from my cousin Lauren being like, is Tower of Dawn all about Kale? And I was like, yeah. She goes, that sucks. <laughs> that was, like, blatantly her text to me, was just, that sucks. And I was like, mm, yeah. Well, and people I know who have read it are like, it's a game changer. Like, but every damn book she writes is a game changer. Exactly. It changes the world every time. And I, it sounds like I'm on her, and I'm not. I really love her books. But, yeah, I'm like, I haven't read Tower of Dawn yet. I wasn't excited enough to, like, jump into it. And I, think I think you're just running out of steam. You know what I mean? Like, right now you're just, you're you're feeling the um, exhaustion of the hype. You know yeah. what I mean? There was such a high and such a high hopes, and it's, you're just kind of trailing off of it. But that's okay. That doesn't mean you can't get back on the fan wagon. It's yeah. just, you're, you're kind of stepping off of it to take a breather. Yeah. So, like, I am excited for those, but that's why they're not on my most anticipated list. Yeah. Because, like, you would expect from the way we talked about Sarah J. Maas... You'd expect them to be, but yeah, I'm just kind of like, I just need to take a little Sarah J. Moss hiatus. That is okay. For a couple months. But I am going to talk about a hyped book that I am super excited oh, about, yeah, and that? that is Obsidio. Mm. Because, oh my goodness gracious, I need 
that book to come out now. It was supposed to come out this year in 2017. And oh, I even, really? Yeah. Even Seth was really sad. He was like, you made me read these two books and it's not finished yet. And I was like, I'm sorry. Is Obsidian <laughs> the last one? Mm-hmm. Nice. It's really exciting. Um, I just, if you haven't read Illuminae, what are you doing with your life? Please go read it right now. It is a work of art. And Gemina is a great sequel as well. Yeah, I have read Illuminae, but I have not read Gemina. Gemina. And I think the reason is that... It's intense. It's it's big. Um, you have to... I feel that you must read the physical copy because of the way... Yeah, you have to. It's laid out. And I don't want to hold it in my bed. That's fine. <laughs> so, I'm like, I'm being really lazy by not holding this book up, but... Um, That's okay. So, I have another one. Um, yeah, go for it. Ink Mistress by Audrey Colthurst, who wrote Of Fire and Stars, oh, is yeah. set within the same universe. Um, and it's about uh, Azra, who's a demigod. They're calling it point five of Fire and Stars in the series. So I don't know if it's a prequel or what. It comes out in March, but it's 400 pages. So it's obviously not a novella of any sorts. But I don't know. So I don't know why Goodreads is with that and calling it point five. But it just looks really good. It, there's like dragons and, you know... It's just, ah, uh, it's, <laughs> I want more of that world. I was really, I only gave it a three out of five stars, but that's because I just really liked it. But it, it, to me was, it's like the selection. It was like, oh, it was a really great read, you know, but it's not gonna. It is a cupcake read. It is a cupcake. It's, it's a mac and cheese read for me. Which is fun. But I'm still good with the mac and cheese read. Plus, I just really admire Audrey Colthurst as a writer because I do like her writing style, too. Kales has a longer list than Allison, <laughs> which is totally okay, but that's also because I had more time at work the other day to just, like, surf through these. So another one that I'm really excited for is Dread Nation, which I think we're both excited for, Yeah, actually. I didn't have that one on my list, but I am excited for Yeah, it. for by Justina Ireland, which is comes out in April, um, and it's about the girl who is of color, and she is, you know, a part of the Civil War, and it's this whole just this untold story of history about Jane McKean. Which, those always get you. That's my, it's a vice. <laughs> it is a vice of untold stories of history for me. Every time. Every time. And the cover is badass. That's all I have to yeah, say about it. It's like a, the girl standing there with like a scythe that's all blue. Yes, and then the flag and, yes. I have two arcs here, actually, of them. One comes out in March, um, and it's, uh, Tommy, I... I DM me. I'm so sorry about that pronunciation. I just butchered it. But Children of Blood and Bone. Uh, she is a Nigerian-American writer. And this this high fantasy sounds incredible. It's really big. It's like almost 500 pages, I think. 600. I lied. 600 yeah, pages is this arc that's sitting here in my hands. And it's huge. And it has a gorgeous cover. And she is a Pitch Wars author. And just so excited Children of Blood and Bone look amazing. I, I, I got nothing more to say on that. <laughs> and then I've got uh, Zenith from the Andromeda Saga by Sasha Alsberg and Lindsay Cummings. Sasha Alsberg does Booktopia on YouTube, so she's a fellow booktuber. And Lindsay Cummings is the author of The Murder Complex. And I, this is very sci-fi mixed with fantasy, and I'm, I'm a little less excited for it, but I'm excited to read the Starcrest romance of it and just... It, it sounds interesting to me, and there's been a lot of hype surrounding it, so I want to jump aboard that fan wagon, um, and it's a little shorter. This one's only 500 pages. God help me. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do. It's perceptions of book length have all shifted in the past, like, 10 years. It's true. I mean, it's so like, bad. That should like, be another oh, podcast it's episode. Long. It's only 375 pages. Oh, Lord, help me. Okay, I have another one. Okay, go. Um, yes, okay. The Hazelwood by Melissa Albert. 
Um, so it sounds really awesome. It's got a very beautiful cover. Oh, that is really pretty. Um, basically, it's about 17-year-old Alice and her mother, um, and their grandma, her grandmother, and they're, they've, like, traveled on the road for a long time. Um, her reclusive grandmother is the author of cult classic books of pitch dark fantasy tales, and she claims that these stories are real and that they're from the world, the hinterlands. Um, obviously... Else does not believe this, yeah. but then her mother is stolen by like the supernatural being from the hinterlands. Whoa! And the only message left behind by her mother is "stay away from the Hazelwood." So it's this really like dark fantasy, um, urban fantasy. Sounds like it's modern day, which we love. And she's Hazel or Alice is trying to retrieve her mother, and she's like using these stories from her grandmother to do to like navigate this world. It That's sounds insane. Awesome. That sounds so cool. Yeah, I'm really excited for that one. Man, we pulled out some really great ones this time. Yeah, like, and a lot of... 2018 is going to be a good year, I think. I think there's a lot of good debuts and a lot of good, like, not AAA title hyped authors that are yeah. really coming to the surface this year. No, that's true. I think also just, like, some other big hype ones. I think um, uh, Victorious by V.E. Schwab is coming out. I remembered the one I forgot. Oh. The Inevitable Victorian Thing. Oh! Yes! Yes, that's the one I was like... I thought that came out this year in December. I don't think so. Let me yeah. I'm, like, 99% sure that that came out th- well, in December, that that's coming out this month. If it comes out this month, then I'm still, it's still my most anticipated <laughs> one for, like, the next month. Oh, yeah, maybe you're right. It does come out in December. Yeah. I thought it came out early January. Okay, whatever. I'm really excited Sorry about for it. that That's one. fine. It's okay. Because that one sounds amazing. It does. Very much so. Um, and then the other one is the third one in Sabata Heard's Ember in the Ashes series comes out in 2018, too. Yeah. And I don't think that's the last one. There's four in that series. Mother I know. I'm not excited for the fourth one in the Red Queen, War Crown, or whatever it's called. Um, War Storm? War Storm. That's it. I like the cover. We were just talking about that earlier, but that's another one that I'm kind of, like, jumping off of the hype train. I haven't read King's Cage yet for that one. I'm still kind of pissed off that it's four books instead of three, and I'm just... I'm upset because I don't want to read it because it's going to be a filler book. You know what I mean? And that's where I struggle there. Um, But that's only my, like, one that I might pick up. I am interested a little bit. Um, Cassandra Clare is writing a new series, an adult fantasy series. I'm interested to see what, how it goes. I'll let you try it and tell me what you think. Yeah, I, I'm not. I was never. I never got into her other books, but me I, neither. I just want to see how she deals with an adult audience because I think part of the reason I disliked her other books were they were just so juvenile. They were. They were like juvenile. More juvenile than I wanted them to be. Yeah, I agree. I didn't enjoy them at all. I gave them a fair shot. I read all the way up through book, halfway through book three of the Mortal Instruments, and then I read Clockwork Princess, and I was just like, I'm done. Like, I don't care enough. Um, Yeah. mm -mm. And I have a lot of booktube friends that are like, why? And I'm like, because I gave you valid reasons, and I at least tried it. That's my thing. Yeah. Um, But nevertheless, I think there's a lot of really exciting books coming out in 2018. But also might just be the grass is greener on the other side. Yeah, and it's going to be interesting because, so Kales and I in January are going to control each other's book list. Yeah, so this is a fun thing that's coming up in January um, that we're going to be doing. And like Allison said, we are going to choose, we are going to choose what the other one reads for the entire month. This is going to be probably horrible and awesome at the same time. I know, I'm really excited for it because what I think is going to be interesting is I think we're going to learn about each other. Yeah. And I think we're going to learn some other genres that we might not try. 
AKA I'm going to give Allison a contemporary and there's nothing she can do about it. So we're working on the rules right now where you can't just like drop a book or like you get one veto or something. We're going to work it out. Um, yeah. Maybe like one DNF or something. Something like that. Um, or like you can't just stop. I don't know. <laughs> like, oh, I only read two books this month. And then Allison will be like, um, McKaylee, I don't think that's physically possible <laughs> yeah, for there's you. there's no way. Um, but yeah, that, that's going to be a fun, fun round. And so later this month, we're hoping to do our next episode, which will be the best and worst of 2017. And it's any books that we read in 2017, not just the books that came out. Yeah, definitely. So join us um, in a couple of weeks for our final episode of 2017. And like I said, we're going to be revamping. Um, we might start like a book reading thing where we read at least one of the same book. We have a lot of ideas we're bouncing around and yeah, we're going to try to make more of a consistent content schedule of like yeah. what we're doing. Maybe have some series stuff. Yeah. So we'd love to also have any suggestions that you guys have for us. Let us know. Um, you can tweet at us. You can Instagram message us. You could respond to the comments on our website at ybya.weebly.com. Yeah. Also look out for um, new social. Yeah, definitely. Starting we're going to be year. doing that as well in 2018. So we'll update you more on the next podcast with that. I think that's all. I think that's the whole thing. Fantastic. I'm Kales. And I'm Allison. Now go read the thing. <laughs> <laughs>